So firstly, I did what you're not meant to do. I panicked. Okay. Um, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't panic. There's no need to panic. Like, the first thing I did was just phone universities, which is probably what I shouldn't have done. I should have probably looked on UCAS at like what was actually available through clearing first. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Queen's University Belfast Life at the Lanyon podcast. For those that don't know, the Lanyon building sits in the heart of our campus here at Queen's, and it's one of the most beautiful uh, landmark buildings across Belfast. This podcast is going to give you a real insight into what it's like to be a Queen's student, and will also give you the information you need to make those all-important, informed decisions about coming to study with us. My name is Raymond Miller. I'm the undergraduate recruitment officer here at Queen's, and today's podcast is all about clearing. We're going to talk about what clearing is, how you apply for the clearing process. And I'm joined by two lovely guests who actually went through the clearing process. And you guys are both current students at Queen's, so uh, it worked out pretty well for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you want to introduce yourselves to, to the, the guests and the listeners. Uh, hi, my name's Yash. I'm from Nuneaton, England, and uh, I study aerospace engineering. Hi, I'm Harshini. I'm from Bangalore, India, and I do business IT. Thank you very much, guys. Yash, you were telling me before we started here that you have a flight to catch today. So yeah. we're, we're not going to take up loads of time because we don't want Yash missing his flight. Um, but obviously, being from England, it's not too far to, to go to Belfast. You can nip back and forth pretty easily. Nah, literally about 45 minutes to an hour, so not too far. I Excellent. spend more time at airports. Yeah, it's probably as quick to get to for you to get to home as for people to go to like the other side of Northern Ireland. So yeah. no, it's good that we're, we're closer than, than people maybe think. Um, but today we're not going to talk about that. We're going to chat a wee bit about clearing and what clearing actually is and the process that you go through. So clearing is a service that's, that helps people that don't have a university place to find places um, that have availability and that have vacancies. So effectively, if you're sitting without a place, you can look at other universities that have some places and you can try and find the, the best possible place for you. When clearing actually happens, well, there's sort of a myth that it only is as a results day, but clearing actually starts at the end of June and it runs all the way to mid-October, uh, depending on how many places are available across uh, universities. But the busiest time for clearing is, of course, on results day, because that's when everyone gets the results. People find out whether they've got a place or not. And it's a, it's a dynamic time where we're trying to fill places for students that don't currently have one. Now, there are a few different... Um, sort of types of people that can actually use clearing. Firstly, people that haven't applied yet. So if you're listening to this and you haven't actually applied, um, you know, there may be a possibility that you can uh, apply through clearing. There's people who didn't receive any offers. So if you went through the initial application process, but you're unfortunate to not receive any offers from the universities you applied to, you can then apply through clearing. If you got offers, but you then maybe changed your mind and you don't want to accept those, that's also uh, an opportunity for you to apply through clearing. And then the main one that most people would do would be if you don't meet the conditions of your offer on results day, then you would apply through clearing as well for a place. So Yash, Hershini, what were kind of the, the scenarios that you faced whenever uh, you got to results day? Were, were you a person that went through the application process or did you apply late? Yash, what about yourself? What was your kind of scenario on results day? Um, so I had both a firm and insurance offer. Um, I didn't meet the conditions of those offer. Um, and so 
that's kind of why I went through clearing is because I didn't meet the conditions. And I suppose on results day, you well, you got your results. You maybe logged into the UCAS hub and you seen that you unfortunately didn't get your firm choice. You unfortunately didn't get your insurance choice. And did you have to do anything to to be in clearing or did that happen automatically? No. So when you like obviously don't meet your requirements, you automatically get like a clearing code and like a clearing number. And so when you are going through clearing, you just give universities that number or code. Perfect. So it's a, it's an automated process. If you're unfortunate enough to get your results, you automatically enter into clearing and you get that clearing number that you'll then use uh, later down the line. Hershini, what about yourself? Was it a similar situation or was it uh, um, different for you? No, it was different for me because I got into both my firm and insurance choices. I met the conditions as well, but um, I wanted to do a different course. So I had to withdraw my offers and apply to Queen's through clearing. Excellent. So you can see a couple of different options there. You 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 met the conditions of the offer. You obviously did well uh, in your your exams, but you just had a change of heart and you decided mm-hmm. that you wanted to go for something else. And that is an option for for people as well. So I suppose to summarise initially there, what kind of happens on results day? You get your results. You log into UCAS Hub. If you're not successful, you can get entered into clearing automatically or if you do have you have changed your mind and you want to be entered into clearing you would withdraw from the the offers that you do have and then you automatically go into the clearing process i would note on that one that you know it's better to make contact with universities before you do that um, and we'll talk about that later in the podcast but you wouldn't just um, remove yourself from all your offers mm-hmm. before you have another one lined up so that that would have been what uh, hershini did okay so once you've done that so you find out that you were you didn't get the grades that you wanted, you decided, look, I'm actually considering something else. What did you actually do? What was the first thing you did or looked at once you were in that position, Yash? So firstly, I did what you're not meant to do. I panicked. Okay. Um, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't panic. There's no need to panic. Like, to. Yeah, uh, because I didn't really prepare. So the first thing I did was just phone universities, which is probably what I shouldn't have done. I should have probably looked on UCAS, like what was actually available through clearing first before ringing unis. But I did just ring some unis first and then I did that later on. But I probably would switch that around and just... Did a bit of research. Did a bit of research a little bit first. It is important. I suppose the perception is most people are go are, are waiting on the results and some people will maybe be feeling like, oh, I'm not sure if I'm going to get the grades. Others, others will maybe be thinking, oh, do you know what? I think I've done okay there. But it's always really important to have that backup plan and to have that plan in place so to have a look at a couple of universities that you're interested in to look at what the entry requirements are to see are there any clearing vacancies to see are there alternative courses that you may be interested in so you might have originally applied for five courses but there could be a couple of other ones now that you're maybe considering so doing that research and planning is really important so you've you've learned yeah it worked out okay but yeah. in hindsight you definitely would have done some research yeah no definitely what about yourself Shani? did you do that initial research or did you kind of make a, a last minute decision to to apply to queens um no i did do the research i like went on the clearing website and it shows you the universities and all the courses that they have clearing for and the requirements for each course as well so i emailed queens and got in touch with them received the offer and only then which were my choices Excellent. And that is a, a really good thing to do. Yeah. Sorry, Ash. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but it is really important to do that research. Have a look at the clearing vacancies on either the UCAS website or on university websites as well. Um, and just just do a bit of research. Have a few backup options in place there so that whenever results day happens and it maybe doesn't work out for you, that you, you have the plan in place. 
suppose to kind of summarise where we're at at this point, you you automatically get entered into clearing or you decide that's the route you want to go down. You've checked some unis, you've looked at vacancies. The next thing you need to do is you actually need to contact the universities that you're hoping to apply to. So how did you go about doing that, Hershini? So I just emailed Queen's University because I got my results before the A-level results. So I emailed them and um, one of them called me and just got in touch with my offer. Brilliant. So yeah, that's a, a really good thing to do, perfectly reasonable thing to do. If you have your results and you've changed your mind, send us an email. Um, now this is before results day, send us an email and we will get back to you and let you know whether or not um, there's a vacancy on the course you're interested in. For other people, it'll be slightly different. So like yourself, Yash, if it is results day that yeah. you're finding out that you don't have um, the grades and you phone up, what was the process that you did? Um, so I just spent like the first few hours after I got my results were just calling universities and just getting as many offers as I could because, you know, that was the first thing. You literally just call the university. They'll ask for your clearing code. Um, they'll ask for you, you for your grades and, you know, you just tell them your information and what you're looking for. Yeah. And if they have spaces, obviously they'll, you know, Make maybe you give offer. you an offer. Like, yeah. yeah. So uh, that's important. So phone them up. So that's an option. Some universities and ourselves, we have an online form that you can fill out as well. So that's, that's another option for people. And whatever method you choose to do, eventually it'll filter down and you'll hopefully get made an offer. But phoning up, uh, filling out the online form, you mentioned there are the things that you're going to be asked for, your exam results. So have them ready. You know, when you make a phone call to a university, they're going to ask you for your results. So don't yeah. be like, oh, hold on to a check. You know, yeah. have that all prepared and ready. Um, your clearing number, your UCAS ID. So those... It's important yeah. to remember that those are separate as well. You have your UCAS ID from the very start of the application process, but when you enter into clearing, you get given your clearing code as well. So having all those things um, available to you and ready to, to talk about down the phone is really, really important. What happens then, I know for Queen's, it may be different for other universities, you get kind of an informal offer on the phone. Um, you get told, like, based on what you've told me, we'd be able to make you an offer. But what happens after that? Do you get some sort of formal offer from the university? What happened in your scenario? Um, once I got like the informal offer, I just went on clearing and applied to Queen's and they accepted my offer. Yeah, Yeah. so it, it is a case that you, you get that initial informal offer over the phone or via email and then you'll get a, a firm um, official offer from us. Did that come via email for you, Yash? I got an informal offer over the phone. Yeah. Um, and then I got an email from like Queens or every other uni just confirming that offer. Yeah. Um, and then obviously you just, you may have an offer, but obviously you pick the one on clearing that you want to go to. And after like, you know, you've made your decision. Perfect. Um, and that sort of leads me to my next point. You can consider more than one offer at a time. Yeah. So in your scenario, Harshani, you were sure. You were like, I want yeah. to go to Queen's. So it was just <laughs> one offer for you. Yes, for you, there was a few different offers on the table. So you you phoned Queen's, you phoned a couple of other unis, and they then started making various offers to you. Isn't that, isn't that how it worked? Uh, after the first couple, like, couple of hours, because that's where most of like you know offers are made, because obviously they only have a limited space. Um, so I think I had four offers at the end. Um, and then after that, like you get 20 four to 48 hours to obviously like accept these offers so yeah i think uh at the end of the day like after you've got the offers that's when i like started whittling it down to like eventually queens was like the conclusion yeah so a couple of things there 
once you um once you get made offers from universities through clearing, you do have a there is a bit of a time limit. And the reason for that is that if you're sitting there with four offers, Yash, obviously you're only gonna take one of those. Yeah. And it means that the three that you reject those offers can then be made to other people. So it is, I mentioned earlier, but it's a really dynamic time where people are getting made offers. Once they accept, that opens up other offers for other people. So it is important to you know, be decisive. Don't, don't rush it. If you need to take time, you absolutely can. But if you're sure you want to go somewhere, get that offer, uh, consider that offer, add it to your choice, and then uh, it opens up offers for other people. Yeah, it's interesting there that you, know, you had those four offers, and that is kind of a bit of a myth. Sometimes people think you can only you know, do it one at a time, and that's not the case. You can kind of keep your options open and get offers from various unis. So the final kind of piece to the puzzle in all of this, you you get your results, you apply through, uh, you, you look at universities, you will um, phone up and, and be made, or email and be made an offer. The last thing you need to do, you actually have to add your clearing choice on the UCAS hub. Um, so Hershini, you, you mentioned that. It's a pretty simple process, isn't it? You just yeah. go on the UCAS hub and what sort of details do you have to put into the the, the choice? Um, um, you literally just have to put in the university that you want to go to and the course that you're applying to. And there's a wee code with those courses as well. Each course has oh, its yeah, own individual course, code. Yeah. Um, so you just put that in along with any, any other details that we may have asked for. But generally, it's the, the university code, the course code. Um, and did you find when you did that, Yash, did you find it took long for it then to be finalized and accepted? Um, no, I think it took literally about uh, an hour or two, to be honest. Yeah. Um, because I still think I did it within like a normal working day. I think obviously if you do it at night, it probably will be like early next morning before it like, you know, fully gets accepted. Sure. But yeah, it and, was pretty quick. And that is, that is the general scenario for most people within a few hours of you submitting your choice on UCAS hub within a few hours that will be confirmed and accepted um for some people it can take up to 24 hours it's just if it's a busy time our admission staff are working through those as quickly as possible um so once you add that one and only choice that you get through clearing um on the UCAS hub then within a few hours that will all be confirmed for you and that's pretty much the process folks so in the moment it's quite did you feel panicked what was your what was your feelings um around that period it's maybe different for you Hershini, because it wasn't on results day that yeah. you went through it so what were your feelings whenever you got your results and you had your offers what made you kind of decide to go to queens what were you feeling at the time so I started researching even before I got my results because I knew I wanted to change my course um I think it was mostly just like a lot of anxiety because I didn't know if I was going to get an offer at the end of the day because I wanted to switch courses and it was so last minute. But yeah, just a lot of panic going around, but it was it all just worked out. Yeah. Did you have similar feelings, Yash, or were yeah, you a bit more I chilled think, about it? I think initially, right, there's uh, obviously a little bit of disappointment when you just first get your results and stuff. But then I think I think it was more panic right at the start. But I think quickly, like, after, like, you know, realizing, like, you get offers pretty quickly, like, just by calling unis, I think I started to calm down a little bit because I kind of, you know... You, you, were getting had... more, you were getting more options on the table yeah. and you're like, I'm definitely going to get something now because yeah. I've got four offers, yeah. And that's good. And really important, if you're in that scenario, get as many offers as you can and feel, you feel comfortable with. Take the time to consider those and then whittle it down to just your one 
clear on choice. Um, and it's important to note that as well. You do get one choice at clearing. You can have as many offers as you want, but it's just one course choice that you eventually decide on. So um, in this podcast, we kind of have to do, we don't have to, we choose to do a few <laughs> myth busters. Okay, so we kind of have a few myths that we, we like to, to put out there. I'm not sure if you guys, you may know the answer to these, but if you don't know, I'll obviously be able to help. But the first one is that if you're made unsuccessful for a course during the original application, you can apply for that through clearing. Did that happen to you? Did you, did you apply for Queen's originally? No, no. no. So that won't have been your case. Well, I'll dispel that myth. So if you apply in an original cycle for a course, and then you're made unsuccessful, you didn't get the grades, you can't then apply for that uh, through clearing. So sometimes people try to do that, you know, they they are made unsuccessful because they maybe haven't got the grades or, or whatever it is, and they then think, oh, well, that's available through clearing, I'm going to go and apply to it. It doesn't work that way, unfortunately, you can't do that. Um, and the other thing that I think is really important to get across, there is kind of a myth around clearing and, and firm and insurance choices that if you don't want to take up your firm choice, if you, if you get your results on results day and you're, you're uh, placed in your firm choice, that you can then just decide, actually, you know what, I want to do my insurance now. Yeah. That's not how it works in UCAS. Did you have any, did that happen any of your friends or anything where they thought they could kind of swap between firm and insurances? Yeah, I thought I could do that, but no, you can't. You have to go through the clearing process again if you want to go to your insurance choice. Yeah. So... Yeah, it's kind of a pain, but you do it. Yeah. I know, and it's a really important point. It, it, it is a bit annoying, but it's really important to stress that once you make that firm choice on UCAS, that's you committing to that course. And mm -hmm. um, if you meet the grades for that, that's you going there. You can't then decide, oh, do you know what? I'll just pick my insurance. Because actually what happens on the UCAS hub is if you, on results day, if you meet the conditions of your offer for your firm choice, your insurance choice actually kind of goes off the system. So if you did then want to uh, do that insurance choice, you would have to go through the clearing process. Um, so it's just really important to, to understand and distinguish between that. And I know there's a there's it's maybe difficult to get your head around some of this stuff. So if you want to get in contact with our team um, before clearing or in the next few weeks before it, we're more than happy to, to dispel any kind of myths that you have there. Okay, guys, we're going to kind of sort of finish up. But before we do, do you have any kind of tips or hints for people who are waiting on their exam results or thinking, you know what, I'm probably going to have to go through clearing what would be your advice for them um, at this kind of time? Hershini, what would you think? Um, I think it's always just a safe bet to like go look at the courses on clearing and like what's available to you, even if you're like feeling a little anxious about your results. And on the day, if you don't meet the requirements, you know you always have that other option and you've researched enough for it. So just don't panic, just be calm and like go for it. Yeah. I know. And it's so easy to say, don't panic and be calm. We I understand know. this, but once you do your research and you have that plan B in place, that will make you a lot calmer mm -hmm. results day. What about yourself, Yash? Any hints or tips? I think probably my biggest advice would be is don't make plans on results day. I think, you know, just in case, yeah. like just make sure you have like time to like, you know, go through the clearing process if you have to. Absolutely. And I mean, certainly if you, get your results and your friends are, are enjoying themselves, go and, and celebrate your results. But if you're in that position where you haven't got a place, you do need to be by the phone. You need to be responding to emails yeah. because, you know, those 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 offers come in quickly and you need to respond to those. Yeah. Were you going to, sorry, were you going to say anything else? I, can't I mean, I was going to say, I made that mistake of making plans on results day yeah. and then <laughs> had to cancel them last minute because, you know. Well, it's a good thing you did, Yash, yeah. because you may not be sitting with us here now. Exactly, exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah, so those are both really 
good bits of advice. You know, have a have a plan B in place. Don't panic. Um, you know, give yourself a a bit. A, be your, make sure you're in a position where you can actually uh, feel less stressed about it, and sit by the phone, sit by your emails, and make sure you're you're responding as quick as as you can. Um, the other thing I would also mention is consider accommodation options. So certainly, whenever you get made an offer for uh, Queen's Street Clearing, at that point you can apply for accommodation, and you'll maybe take up that accommodation place once you you accept your offer. But certainly, accommodation is a big thing. Were there any unis that you kind of applied to and accommodation wasn't an option, or were they all pretty accommodating? For me, because they were all in England, they all were pretty accommodating at that point, and there were plenty of options. That's good. Um, yeah, so I think it was just uh, all my unis just had accommodation at that time. Perfect. No, I think, and that's just an important point to consider as well. And I suppose the other thing, if you can, between getting your offer through clearing, if you can go visit a campus, I mean, if it's close by, go visit the campus and see it before accepting that offer. Maybe a bit more difficult if you're coming from England to, to Belfast, but we have lots of virtual tours. We have lots of videos online. Uh, you can chat to current students through different forums on our website. So find out as much as you, as you can about the university before accepting that final clearing uh, offer that's made to you. Guys, thank you very much. That's been really insightful. Hopefully it's been helpful for people who are watching and listening and thinking that they might have to go through the clearing process. Um, brilliant. Thank you very much for joining us. And thank, thank you for choosing Queens through Clare. Yeah. <laughs> it worked out well. Thank you very much, guys. Again, thanks to those who have been listening and watching this podcast. If you do need more information about what we've discussed today, you can contact our team on studentrecruitment at qub.ac.uk. And we hope you have a great day and we trust that you'll tune back in for the next episode of Life at the Lanyon podcast. Thank you.